Welcome back, folks, to Bama Baseline. My name is Brandon Mraz. Here with me he is Janae Lazenby, Zach Gaines, and Bing Bong Jackson Delulo. Oh my gosh. All right. We are back. We're on Zoom, um, unfortunately, because 75% of this percent of this campus decided to get sick this weekend. One being your boy. So weird week. Yeah, weird week. But nonetheless, the show goes on. We are troopers here. So let's get into it. Let's start out by recapping the first of the two games in the time we've been away for Alabama men's team. First being against the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Wow. <laughs> um, 104 to 88. Guys, initial thoughts from this game. I know it was a while back, but. Um, I totally thought it was like such a disappointing game. That was a game Alabama should have like won like a hundred to like sixty something. But the, the worst part of it, we were uh, Alabama was losing at halftime. Not in, was, in South Dakota State. Oh no no that was no, South. That's the other game. I'm sorry. I was mixing up my games, but um, South Dakota State still wasn't like that impressive of a win. Yeah, but they shot pretty well though. Yeah, Hold on. I need to pull up the stats. But yeah, I mean, I, I would say the guy the guy for this game was Quinnory. Woo! Twenty six points, um, eight assists. Kid was a beast. Uh, Keon Ellis another double double, fifteen and thirteen. I mean, he Ken, he yeah. he's gonna get on some. He's gonna be up there in the NBA draft prospect in the first round because if he can play three and D like he's doing already right now in college. At that level, oh, every team will want him. I mean, think of think of how many teams are out looking in free agency for three and D players all the time. Yeah, and and even now, rebounding at the guard position is like slowly dying in the NBA. So a guy like a guy like Ellis is going to shoot up draft boards purely because of his ability to get, grab rebounds. Yeah, um, you know, one of the biggest headlines from this game: Juwan Gary going down. Uh, yeah. We know now that he's not going to be out for a ton of time uh hopefully we get him back soon <clears throat> but uh somewhat of a leg injury ankle injury so that's unfortunate but did they announce how long he's out for yet um the, the is there way, a timetable yet they didn't give a timetable but the way Oates put it it sounded like they were certainly trying to get him back before they head down to Orlando next week oh I mean no I really hope for honestly out of that if he's good for March, that's all I care about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I Noah Gurley didn't play bad in in his replacement. Um, no, nope. I mean nothing nothing to write home about, but he played he played a good twenty minutes. <clears throat> yeah, um, you know, Betty Aku is getting a lot better. You can see him progressing. Oh. Well, and we'll talk about it. The South Alabama game wasn't great for Alabama, but Betty Aku was a bright spot in that game too. So. You he know, gets better by the game. Develop like somewhat of a, like a decent shot. He's gonna be scary. Yeah, if they can, if they can get because they run that pick and roll where you know JQ throws that little pocket yeah. pass while he's diving. That works well, but eventually teams are gonna dive. If he can just get that little like catches the pass at the free throw line and just puts it up and makes it. Oh yeah, I get I, that, that that could change a lot of things because then you got to defend that and he can he can go right by you. Um, you know, and we, there's a guy that we haven't talked about yet because he hasn't played, but Chiku, it's got to be somewhere. Yeah. I'm, 
I, I feel like he's going to be making his appearance soon. I mean, his three game suspension didn't it just it just wrapped up with uh, our most recent game, right? So he was dressed for South Alabama. Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, look, they're going to eventually they're going to need a guy that's going to be that second option to be Diaku and. I, like what Chiku brings to the floor, especially as a backup center, is like crazy important. He totally changes the way you, you have to guard the five position for the Crimson Tide. Yeah, um, you know, and I saw him warming up on in, in the in the um, the South Alabama game. He he looks good. You know, I, it'll be interesting because I think the game's gonna have to change. Like, I don't necessarily think he'll play the five for Alabama. Yeah, I, feel I, they, I think they probably, probably play like four. switch with Gurley and Gurley would play five and he'd play four. Um, oh my! If we if he ends up starting at the four by March, no, I'm, you're not you're not driving in the paint. Nothing's happening in the paint. Yeah, so there's that to look forward to. Um, you know, JD looked good in South Dakota State. We'll talk about him in South Alabama. I wasn't that South Alabama was the first time I saw JD Davidson look scared. I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about JD because like it's only been his third college game. Yeah, it's, well, yeah. I, I, I think the conversation of worry for JD should start around maybe like 10, 12 games after he's playing. Like, if he's still putting up like four points and like five rebounds, five assists, like that, then I kind of start to get worried. Yeah, but for now, I'm just gonna wait. Like, he needs like a a game against a like a bad team, like. We've been playing like South Dakota State or South Alabama. We're just waiting for the JD Davidson breakout game. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, would, I would agree with that. Um, and then finally, you know, out of the South Dakota State game, as we shift into the South Alabama game, I, you know, Shackelford just continuing where he left off last year. Just he's if he can consistent develop, twenty points every game. Yeah, if he can develop like a better ability to drive to the rim, he's gonna be he would be a hot, really high draft pick. Like I think that any team who drafts Jaden Jackover, if he gets drafted, which he probably will, is going to be a very lucky team to have him. Yeah, I would agree. I would well, agree. I think that's a that's a sentiment I feel like a lot of the guards really need to, you know, work a little harder at, especially for a guy like JQ, who rarely gets criticism on this. The only criticism you could possibly have for this guy, ironically enough, is he does not finish at the rim as often as you expect a guy like him to. Especially no, I, with I, I, the creativity he brings around the basket. I just – I expect I expect a tiny bit more. But then again, my expectations are high. Yeah, well, yeah I still – I wouldn't necessarily say he – I mean, like, yeah, he misses every once in a while. But, like, I'd say, like, 80, 88, like, 8% of the time, like, he's making that bucket. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and for a guy like JQ, I mean, with a with a just a – I mean, he's got one of the most fundamental jump shots in college basketball. Oh, every every time he throws it up, you think it's good. Purest form I've ever seen. Not I've ever seen, but one of the purest forms I've seen. And he just needs a game where he's going to hit a couple of shots. He's been a little off uh, from the perimeter and from, you know, mid-range. But there are, you know, he, he's going to get there. I'm not I'm not worried about Connery, I think. I mean, he literally just had 26 for South Dakota State. Yeah. So, I mean, it's there. Yeah. Well, I think I I really do think the team is is and they don't see that really looking to give him the offense. I mean, every time this guy starts making his shots, he brings it up the he brings it up the floor every single time. The ball touches his hands every single play, every single second. It's yeah. once he makes those shots, he becomes a focal point. 
It'll be interesting to see. But we go to South Alabama, not the greatest performance, down at halftime. Uh, they yeah, find it was, out. That was terrible. Like that, that was honestly, like, since coming to Alabama, like, that was one of the worst, like, performances of an Alabama basketball team since maybe North the Avery Johnson era. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at the stats, no one really played well. They didn't shoot well whatsoever. Um, but there are some bright spots. Uh, again, Shackelford and Ellis continue to shine. Shackelford has a double-double. Mm-hmm. I really don't think there were many bright spots, honestly, in this game. Because there there's no way they should have been down at halftime. Like, that's very embarrassing. I mean, it was it was a trap game. Tuesday night, 6.30. It's tough. What are you going to do? It's November. Like, whatever. They've got the win at this point. For now, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. Really. I don't know. I just don't want to look at, at it like that. Like, I mean, a big win here could have, like – Exactly. Not- like, you need those big wins. Like, this is – this but, is okay. that doesn't help their standings at all. In the top I mean, if anything, honestly, I think, like, the past two – I mean – South Dakota State was fine, but I think the performance against Alabama State is worthy enough to, like, move Alabama down a little bit. Okay, fair. But you got to – I mean, Gurley didn't play. Gurley's, you know – or Gary, sorry. Juwan Gary didn't play. He's the best defender on the team. You know, I – yeah, it sucked, but it wasn't, like – it wasn't awful. I – like, they won. They – the last five minutes of the game showed you everything you needed to show. When they needed to get a get a bucket, when they needed to get the win, they did. And that's – like, it sucks that, yeah, like, South Alabama, oh, that sucks. But you also, like, South Alabama has some guys on the team that transferred for some big-name schools because they didn't get into the draft and are now just trying to play at a somewhat level where they can ball out and control the team. I mean, like – I mean, yeah, Charles Manning was, like, honestly so gross. Like, it like – I don't, I don't, I've never heard of this dude. And he just comes to Coleman and absolutely balls. That's, like, oh, yeah. that's what I mean. So, whatever. It is what it is. Shackford at 18, double-double with 10 rebounds. Quinnery wasn't great, but 8 points, 5 assists, and had some big-time buckets down the Darius stretch in that last five minutes. Darius Miles with 10 points. Um, just, honestly, it's just an off game, man. I, I mean, yeah. I – I, I, you can't sum it up any better than that. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's a credit to how talented this team really is because they, they really did not play well. Right. But they, they got the win. I also feel like five very, sorry, go ahead. Badiaco had five blocks, too. Yeah, I, huge. I also feel like JD's like kind of hesitant to like either go up with it or shoot the ball. I feel like he's too like pass happy right now. He yeah. needs to start banging on dudes. I'm sorry. He really needs to start taking bodies. No, no, like, yeah. I mean, like, I think he just needs to be more aggressive going to the rim. I mean, like, he needs to trust his shot. Like, he's too, like, reliant, reliant on his teammates being better than him. Mm-hmm. And I, I – yeah, I, I like that idea of, of waiting to see what he is until after 10 games because I really think, you know, 10 games will be more than enough time for this guy to get adjusted to how much more physical college is. So, yeah. I mean, in the long term, I think he'll be – he's going to be a stud for us. Listen, game three, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, exactly. I, I want to see more from JD Davison now. Like, that's who will. we're talking about. You will. You will. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to see more from him. You like, will. again, game three of a fresh of a kid who's a freshman. Like, yeah, but he yeah, it, it, and he's coming into minutes. he's coming like into, he's, but he's also that. 
He's also he's coming also into- not Zion Williamson. He's not going to come in immediately and just like dominate. He's also coming into a team in which two of the guards on the team, one was both were first team SEC last year and SEC leading scorers in Quinlan and Shackelford. So, like fun fact, John like he's the only player on the team that's from Alabama. Like that's crazy. Oh. Yeah, JD. Where's yeah, Keon Ellis from? Uh, Florida. Oh, mm. oh anyway. Went. anyway, switching over to the women's side, first two lane game, tough. Um, 69 66, just get edged out at the end. I mean, um, Davis 17, you know, I what are you gonna do? That's it, it's one of those tough games you just hate to see lose, but it was a close game, and you know, I, I put a lot of credit into it being close because there were, there were games last year where this team. Uh, would lose by a lot more to a team like this, right. but credit credit to them, man. They fought the whole time. Yeah, and, and honestly, it was you know a couple of plays away from flipping the other way. It was totally oh yeah contested. I I have no worries about this women's team, and you know w- we quickly touch upon the two lane game because it was just one of those toss ups. But then you turn around, and you look at the Southern Miss game on Wednesday, and it's just like this is why this team can be so competitive. Is you know, they come out against Southern Miss after a tough loss and just absolutely dominate 86 to 54. Yeah, I mean, Brittany Davis is becoming – she she's becoming the leader of this team. It's She is blossoming, honestly. Her shot percentages, they're not way up, but they have definitely increased and her productivity is through the roof. She's averaging 21 points a game. You can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, and you, Barber. Yeah. Well, yeah. I am Megan Abrams. Megan Abrams mm-hmm. big this week. She, I think she had 22 points she had, she in the uh, second game. Yeah. She, she had 23 in the second game. Yeah, 23, something like that. I think that's like a career high for her. Who had 23? Uh, Brittany Davis. Megan Abrams. Yeah, yeah. No, Megan Abrams only had two. Brittany Davis had 23. No, the next game, she had like 22 points. Brittany Davis uh, actually uh, kind of gross. Yeah, I think you're right in the two-lane game. Um, Megan Abrams had 21 in the two-lane game. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny because she's from Lafayette. <laughs> you but, know, but two lanes in New Orleans. So I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like. Yeah, no, I got you. Like, yeah. But, uh, and also, yeah. still, Alabama basketball finding great, great rebounders at the guard spot. Uh, yeah. Two girls got over 10 boards. That's huge. Yep. Mingo Young is a beast. She is. Yeah. She is a scrapper. That's what makes her so special. Um, yeah, this was a good all-out performance. I really like. A really, really clean game too. Yeah. I really like seeing how like it's very balanced. Whereas like last year it was like dependent upon like one or two people. Yeah, one or two girls to like really carry the team. But like, look at this: sixteen points, twelve points, twenty-three points, eleven points, eight points off the bench, six points off the bench, six points off the bench. I mean. Like, it's pretty spread around. I mean, I love to mm-hmm. see like after, especially last year, like with no production outside of like the top three. Yeah. It, it, again, clean game, uh, great game. So we'll, we'll see what they continue to do uh, throughout the season. Uh, I want to get to some of the games throughout the week that we need to quickly touch upon before we head into the break. Uh, a couple upsets. Marquette beats Illinois. Yeesh. On Monday, 
uh, by one. Good, good, good game. A lot of these Big Ten, uh, Big East matchups early have been quite interesting. Uh, one, another one being Seton Hall beats Michigan by two, 67-65 on Tuesday. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was interesting. Oh, what, what about uh, Oregon to BYU? They got destroyed. Yeah, that was crazy. They were down 32 yeah. at some point. What? Where was it? Was it in Oregon? I don't remember. It was in Oregon. Oh my god! Oh, oh no! No no no! No 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 no! Yeah, I didn't. It was. Think... It was in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, Portland, Oregon. It was the Phil Knight Classic. So. Oh. What a what a, what a way to disappoint on a big night like that. You're gonna disappoint the uh, the Nike founder. But... There's plenty of upsets. There's so many. I mean, like. We're back, baby. It's college we basketball. Back. We are so oh, back. Mm-hmm. Did Michigan lose that game? They did. Yes. Hall, yes. yes. Oh, my god. Florida beat Florida State so- on Sunday. Um, oh, wow. I wish that game ended in a tie. Things are so much harder for basketball than they are for football because yeah, but- literally every week is an upset week. Texas got embarrassed by Gonzaga, like – I mean that's. I mean you well, just. That was expected. Xavier took down Ohio State today. Oh my! What? Yeah. Oh wow. Seventy-one sixty. They were they were talking they were talking smack on uh, TikTok. So listen, college basketball is back. We love it. And we have quite the feast week coming up next week. So when we return, we'll be talking about the most exciting matchups we have coming up in feast week. Uh, talk about some of the games ahead and some of the tournaments that we could see some big time matchups. And then in part three, we'll come back with picks and we'll get you out of here. So stick around. We'll be right back. WVUA FM, Tuscaloosa. Talking about Feast Week starting on Saturday of this upcoming week. A lot of um, Thanksgiving tournaments as tradition in college basketball. So very excited about that. Got a bunch of games here that we will pick eventually, but kind of just want to talk about to start. Um, You know, Saturday comes right at you with Villanova versus Tennessee. ESPN noon. Um, What a way to kick off. Right? (laughs) Right, uh, cheese at Hall of Fame kickoff. <sighs> That's gonna be a war. That's gonna be a war. Yeah, I, I don't know who's coming out of this one, honestly. Whoever shoots better that night. I mean, these are two teams that shoot the ball extremely well, um, play great defense, two amazing coaches. This is about as evenly matched as you can get. You just can't, I, I you can't bet against. Jay Wright. I think Villanova is going to come out of this. I would agree. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that when we make picks, but I would agree. Um, you know. I mean, then, yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, well, you, no you. I was going to introduce the next game, so. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. We'll talk about it when we do picks. But, uh, <laughs> and then same tournament, you know, right after that, North Carolina-Purdue. And talking about Purdue, one of the most, one of the hottest teams to come out of the start this year. A lot of hype around Purdue this year. Um, and as UNC battles back to relevancy, this is going to be a good game. 
Yeah, I mean, you said the last matchup was two teams that both shoot the ball incredibly well. Well, this is a prime example. They're both shooting over 50% from the field. I, again, I, it's really going to come down to who shoots the ball better. Yeah, All right. I, I, I can see this as a game you had – oh, I don't want to give anything away. I was about to say my pick, but I think this is this game can go very different than what people think. That's I'm Sounds like sounds like you're picking UNC. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. But right. I, I genuinely I, – I, I'm, I'm going to be personally watching this game. I, I think this is going to be upset city. Yeah. And then to start off Thanksgiving week on Monday, we get – the start of the Maui, which is one of the most classic, tradition, best tournaments for Thanksgiving week to start off a college basketball year. Coming at you hot with B- Butler, Houston. That'll be a war. Houston, for sure. Butler's nothing to laugh at, though. I would probably agree, but yeah. we'll talk about it. Uh, Fort Myers tip-off. You get Ohio State, Seton Hall, with Ohio State losing to Xavier, who's also in Seton Hall in the Big East. Like. That, that could get interesting. Illinois has got a tough game against Cincinnati in the Hall of Fame Classic. Um, you know, a couple decent mid-majors versus Ooh. ranked teams on Monday. Tuesday, we get UCLA, Gonzaga, and Vegas. Oh, that's going to be that's gonna be That's going to be one of the best games of the year. Yeah, that, that's going to be really fun. Yeah, you got Holmgren versus Johnny Juzang. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I, I I'm very intrigued to see how that rematch uh, goes. Yeah. I, Will it end in a half court buzzer beater again? Oh, I hope so. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Dude, that was honestly like what like outside of the Alex reshot, like that was one that of was the like my mouth literally dropped to the floor. Like Dude, I, just, I know. Like describe that shot. But yeah. we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be rooting for UCLA here. Yeah, so then, then we go into Wednesday. We got the Battle for Atlantis, another classic Thanksgiving tournament. Uh, UConn-Auburn, two teams that match up extremely well again uh, from the guards from the guard position. Uh, you get Baylor-Arizona State. You know, Baylor's definitely a Decline. little bit better than uh, Arizona State, but they have declined. Arizona State, decent Pac-12 team. Memphis has got to play Virginia Tech, which is no cakewalk. I mean, Virginia Tech's nothing to – I mean, great, yeah, but... I, think, I think Memphis is one of the more scary teams in the country this year. Agreed. I mean, Moni Bates is yeah disgusting. Agreed. He's as he's as advertised. I, I I like. I don't know. I don't know how to put it, but like, I don't. I don't want to keep saying who I think is gonna win. So I'm just yeah. gonna shut up. You guys can keep going. Um, you know, then you get a couple on Thursday. Alabama, Iona, good mid-major team. Richmond, Maryland, oh, mid-major yeah. team. St. Joseph plays USC. That's a good mid-major ranked matchup. You go into Friday. Um, you know, not anything too crazy except for Duke and Zaga that Friday <laughs> in Vegas. So Gonzaga gets two pretty tough games off the bat. And then, you know, you have a lot of opportunities to see these ranked teams play later in these tournaments. Um, you know, knock on wood, Alabama wins throughout their their tournament kansas does the same we could get a kansas alabama matchup on sunday um so the, thanksgiving week with college football nfl and college basketball is going to be a fantastic week for sports oh it's gonna be amazing my man i cannot wait the college basketball guys have blessed us with some oh, great yeah. matchup great great slate i just cannot wait to sit 
on my butt on my couch and just watch college basketball all day during Thanksgiving and football. Uh, I'm excited for football too. Cause I'll be, I'll be in North Carolina with uh, some of my cousins, one who went to Ohio state. So I will be, I'm debating on buying a Michigan t-shirt. Don't do that, man. Don't, don't succumb to the Michigan. Oh, I don't want to support them, but like, I don't want to support Ohio state either. Hmm. You can you can just like be neutral. Just don't support anyone. Just wear just wear an Alabama shirt. It's hard to be neutral in a college football town. Like when you go to like a game and whatnot, it's hard to be neutral. No, oh no, it is. It is for sure. But yeah, I don't know. I, anyway, we got a lot of crazy matchups. I mean, you just gotta love these tournaments, right? Like Always these tournaments fun. are so fun. So fun. What's the one game you guys are really looking forward to outside of Gonzaga UCLA, of course? Um I mean Duke Gonzaga. I really like that UConn Auburn matchup. I like I like Ohio State Seton Hall. That one's good too. I, I I'm Seton Hall coming off a big win versus uh, Michigan. I mean it, it'll be a little bit in between, but I, I'm really Curious to see how Seton Hall is this year. I mean, they're always like kind of relevant. So, and right now we they're not ranked right now. Yeah, they're not they're unranked right now. I'm just give it time. I think Seton Hall by the end of the year will be top twenty five, but but probably close to like 20, 25 at range. Yeah, I kind of want to see the Cincinnati Illinois game after Illinois already got upset. Cincinnati's not a bad basketball team. Um, is it cheating to say that I'm actually really looking forward to the Alabama Iona game? No. That Iona had going to be awesome. Iona had a pretty decent run in last year's tournament, and they've got a guy on their roster, Nelly Junior Joseph, who averages twenty eight points. And it's Rick Pitino. Uh, like, like this just screams yeah. shootout. Oh yeah, it's going to be exactly how the game was last year. Who's going to get hot? Who's going to get hot? All right, two shots have fallen. I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. But there's obviously. I'm excited. So to see- many good games. See, that's the game where I look at it and I'm like. This could be the JD game. Because if you look back, you know, Patino had a pretty good game plan for Shackelford last year. And obviously, like, you had to you had to cater to her. But now that, you know, he's seen, he knows who he's playing against, he, like, the focus is going to be on Quinn Early. It's going to be on Shackelford. And at a certain point, I think you're going to need JD to take over that game. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's – he just – he brings an element – in the I, I keep talking about it because this year we have so many new guys who have who have so much talent in the painted area, and a guy like JD fits that mold. You've got so many guards that can shoot, and I I don't know how you prepare for guys like Shackelford and Quinterly all week and then get hit with JD. Yeah, I I, I, I think JD's got to have his breakout game within the next two games because the next two games, I mean, they present more favorable matchups rather than the, like out of the next five games. Cause look, we play Alabama plays Oakland, Iona, and then Alabama plays Gonzaga, Houston, and Memphis. And I think those three games, JD's like got to kind of struggle because it's kind of the best of the best competition that Alabama will be facing. Yeah. So I think it's ideal. I, I truly believe uh, JD's going to break out versus Oakland. I mean, I, I think so. Oakland's a good team. It's also a matter if the amount of minutes that Oates gives him. I mean, like, JD's coming off the bench. He's got to share with so many other guards that are on this roster. Yeah. It's a matter of 
how much time he plays and how he uses it. Really, I mean, yeah. I'm, I I just want to see him just absolutely posterize someone like so badly. Well, he's he's been consistently getting 20, 22 minutes a game. So I I mean, I only expect the production to go up. Yeah, that's um, fair. So I mean, I don't know. I'm not asking for him to play like thirty minutes a game. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, it'll happen. And uh, so as we gear you up for another insane week of not only college basketball, but sports, uh, we'll take a break, we'll come back, we'll talk, and our picks for the big matchups that we've highlighted. We'll be right back. So stick around. This is the baseline. WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Welcome back to part three of Bama Baseline as we get a beautiful serenading by Young Jackson over there. It is uh, the Space Jam, believe it or not. It's the Space Jam. Um, all right. We are back making picks for the upcoming games that we've highlighted, starting with Oakland, Alabama. I have Alabama. However, <laughs> Oakland is a good basketball team. They've had some pretty good wins in the last few weeks or the last week, I guess. They're not someone to mess around with, and it definitely cannot be a game that they had against South Alabama. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I have a lot of confidence that they're going to turn around after a loss like that, but I think – I think Yeah, I think they're going to bust it open. I think yeah, they're just going to come out hey, guns blazing. Oh, yeah, well, well I mean, I'm if, going they don't, Alabama. If, they play, if they play like they did last time, I, I think this is actually a very losable game. Um, but I don't expect them to play like that. So yeah, I'm going Alabama. Yep. This is the game. JD Davidson will drop 25 points. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. I like that. JD Davidson is he he is going to play absolutely out of his mind, angry. He's he is pissed ever since that Louisiana Tech game. I know he played a decent game there, but ever since there, he's been tweeting, I haven't been my best. I'm sorry, I'll be back. This is the game where he's back. I'm taking J.D. Davidson in the Alabama Crimson Tide. Love it. All right. I like Next it. game. Michigan UNLV in Vegas. Michigan coming off kind of an upset. That's so funny. They're not ranked I, anymore. I don't know. Th- they are ranked. I just forgot to type it. Michigan. <laughs> oh, what? No, well, I have Michigan. I was thinking about this in terms of football, and I was about to just, like, quickly pick Michigan. But <laughs> I still – Oh yeah, I'm still, still going to take Michigan. <laughs> yeah, I got Michigan here. I, I mean, UNLV is not bad, but again, it's another one of those like eh, you're coming off a bad loss, you're going to come back here. I got Michigan. Yeah, I mean, it it just sounds stupid to bet against Michigan, especially after a kind of embarrassing loss like that. So Michigan would, is going to run no, Las Vegas. It's a losable game for Mi- for Michigan. I wouldn't really count out UNLV yeah. here. I oh, feel it's certainly like- a losable game. It it is it is college basketball, after all. I mean, I mean, I really. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to gather my thoughts in my head. And I just think Michigan's gonna. I'm gonna say like a ten point win. I don't think it'll be. It'll be close. Yeah, to the game. it's not gonna be crazy big, but they'll they'll win. I agree. All right. Next up, we already kind of touched upon this game, but Villanova versus Tennessee. This Matt is gonna be really. That's who I got. Really, he's going to demolish them. 
as an alumni of the Crimson Tide, I refuse to pick the team with the color orange. So I'm going with Villanova. I have Villanova here as well. However, I could easily see t- Tennessee coming out and hitting more shots than Villanova. And because I'm picking on who I think is a better coach, but at a certain point, coaching doesn't matter if the team's shooting 50% before halftime. So uh, I have Villanova, but don't be surprised if Tennessee comes and shoots the lights out and takes this game. Don't ever bet against Jay Wright. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm taking Villanova. I'm it's it's, it's Villanova, man. They're back. Back. Come They're on. back. When you think of college basketball, you think of Duke, UNC, and Villanova. So yeah, Kansas. Yeah, I was yeah, I did leave out Kansas. They were on the tip of my tongue. I can't lie. Yeah. Um, I can't lie. You know, j- just for forewarning for our listeners, there are some games on here that we don't have because we don't know who's going to be playing who. Um, so, you know, when it is inevitably like UCLA versus Duke or Alabama versus Kansas or something like that, please don't get mad at us. We just – we can't go to the future and figure that out. Um, so, sorry. But we're not travelers. No, we are not. And we don't have the almanac from Back to the Future. So, what are you going to do? Anyway, UNC Purdue. Zach has touched upon this a little bit on what he thinks. Uh, I'm going to go with Purdue here. I think they're – I think the hype around them is very real and should be. I think they're one of the better teams for the in the Big Ten. I've said that I thought they were a big contender to win that league uh, in the beginning of this year. So I have Purdue here. Uh, like I said, I, I really can see this as a game that can go really either way. I think this will be a game where it'll honestly come down to the last possession very easily. Can see oh, absolutely. That. I just I, – I, I, I can't bet against UNC, man. I, I know Purdue is legit, but where is this Where is this game? In Purdue? No, this is one of those tournament games. Oh, so it's neutral site. Mm-hmm. If, if Purdue – if this was in Purdue, I would definitely go Purdue because that would just be too tough for UNC, but <coughs> you can give anyone a chance. Yeah, neutral – yeah. I think it's Atlantis. I, I, I say UNC by the final bucket. I'm going with UNC. I can't wait to talk about Duke because they're in some deep duty water. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, he's got Paul is going to get off. Uh, we'll quickly talk about that. Jackson, can you? They're both getting off. If they don't both get off, let Jackson make his Purdue pick, and then we'll talk about that. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it about a few games before, but I actually think this is one of the better matchups of these slated games. I think these two teams have really similar play styles. They've got a lot of guys that put up really, really similar stats. It's kind of eerie how well they match up, but I do think it's going to come down to a last shot type scenario. And, I mean, I might have to give it to Purdue. I don't know. They're coming off a big win. Granted, it wasn't against a very good opponent, but, hey, I mean, shooters stay hot, so – yeah. Yep. Um, so quickly, like Janae said, we're talking about Duke. Um, two of their players, one including Paulo uh, Banchero, <clears throat> got in a little it. bit of legal trouble. Uh, DWI. According to some of, the, according to the news, Paulo's in the back seat, uh, but it was his car. So there's a lot of fogginess going on with that, and we'll have to see how it plays out. I don't really expect anything to come out of it. Crazy. 
Um, obviously, DWI is terrible, and you should not drink and drive. But <clears throat> I, I just don't see anything coming out of it. I don't, I don't know. He didn't get suspended for a no-name game. They're also drinking underage, too. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, he's yeah but it, they're both were underage. It is wrong, but, like, everyone drinks in college. Like, no. Not true. I mean, he, he, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything because I'm not. Just, I'm not gonna make myself sound bad. I've met plenty of people that do not drink. Yeah. I, I, again, we'll see. We'll see. We will see what happens with that. But as of right now, nothing's happened, and we will continue to follow the news with that, um, based on the fact that they didn't get suspended for. Some of their no-name games, I'd be really surprised to see anything come out of it, though. Um, but moving on, Ohio State Seton Hall. I'm gonna go here and take the Pirates of Seton Hall. Thank um, you. I think they're pretty good. I think that you know they got they had a big upset this week. I, they're a scrappy team. I like their coach. I I think people have kind of been down on them because of what they lost, but I think the the intensity is still there. The values are still there. So I got Seton Hall winning this game. I don't have a lot of faith in Ohio State. Yeah, I'm not the. I'm not really sold on Ohio State either. I think they're. I think on paper they're good, but they're one of those teams that don't play to their ultimate potential. Mm. And for the same exact reasons, I'm with you on Seton Hall. Perfect. Great mind, yeah. Mike. Uh, I think I'm going to have to roll with Ohio State on this one. I mean, I do like Seton Hall, and they are coming off a big win against Michigan, but I'm sort of a subscriber to the theory of, I mean, if you make that last second shot, there's really no, it's really, really tough to try and match that energy and bring that into the next game, especially from a nail biter like that. And I I mean, as much as I don't like Ohio State, I want to give them a little bit of credit here. I think they can pull this one off. I mean, they did just lose to Xavier today. They did, but Bump in the road. Bump in the road. Bump in the road. All right, Jeanette. Water under the bridge now. The Ohio State University. I don't think we had to ask for that one. We knew that was coming. <laughs> Shut up. The suck eyes. Oh, All right. Suck eyes. Now we got Gonzaga oh. versus UCLA. Woo! This is going to be juicy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's going to be Jerry Juzani. Uh, I got UCLA here. I. I'm still not subscribed to Gonzaga yet. I know it's stupid because we've just seen them dominate and they beat Texas, but they beat Texas and like they played in Seattle, which until like I, I'm not I'm not totally sold that Gonzaga can beat great teams away from home. Um, you know, I we'll talk about Alabama going there when we get there, but I'm not sold on them yet. I, I just don't think they have the guard play right now. And in comparatively to UCLA, who's a very good team and very equal with them, I don't think they're going to be able to stop the guard play of UCLA. So I have UCLA here. I mean, outside of recent years, really, I mean, UCLA, at least in my opinion, has been viewed as like a big man school. I mean, if you mm-hmm. think about it in the past, DeMontis, Sabonis, Westbrook. Uh, who else went there? I know there's more. I can't Are you talking think. about Gonzaga or UCLA? Gonzaga. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I know, I know John Stockton went there, but like, I don't really know any other like notable guards. I know Suggs, obviously, because he was there last year. um, I still think there's there's more big men that come out of good. I'm sure there are. 
Yeah, but I mean, Gonzaga's as long as they have Chad Holmgren playing, it's going to be like so tough for any other team to stop him. I'm just really intrigued to see the same person I'm talking about, Chad Holmgren, go up against probably the best team he's played in his career yeah. at this day. I mean, if if Ch- if Chet Holmgren puts up, like, the stats that he did, like, the game where he got, like, five blocks or seven blocks or something like that, like a triple-double, kind of like that, I, I'm ready to say he's, like, the legit deal. But even so, I don't think he's built, like, for the NBA un- unless he gets, like, a little stronger. A lot stronger. I mean, yeah. A little was just being nice, but. Yeah. Jackson? I think I'm going to roll with Gonzaga on this one only because I like um, – they've got a guard. I like Nasir Bolton. He's played – he played 28 minutes the first game, 32 in the second game. Played only 18 in their last matchup against Alcorn State. Didn't know that was a thing. Um, but this kid is shooting lights out from the field. He's shooting 66% from three. I, I, I don't understand how he only played 18 minutes in the last game, but if this guy plays 30-plus minutes against UCLA, I think they can definitely pull this one off. I actually think they end up winning by – six or eight yeah I, I i i know exactly what you're talking about i just think i think ucla can a guard him and b, yeah i don't think he can guard any of the guards on ucla he's a great shooter but defensively they like they're good defensively but it's mostly inside their perimeter defense is not not very good and texas attacked that and showed that mm-hmm. um well, i think know, obviously I'm... they get to win but and Texas is not one of those out insane like three point shooting teams, and that's where that kind of fell. But I think UCLA has the talent on the outside to do it. Well, I mean, I I think Gonzaga is almost okay with letting you try and beat them, right? You know, from the three point line, it it almost plays right into their hand. But again, if UCLA is is on fire, right? They're not going to be able to keep up. But I think Gonzaga's got it. All right, Janae? I think this is going to be a tough game. Uh, this is a hard one, honestly. These are two. I don't. I don't know why they do these big matchup games so early on. Yeah, like, these teams are really, really close. It's honestly throughout the whole season. It's not even early on. It's really throughout the whole season. It's it's tough it's tough is it? Is it at UCLA? In Las Vegas. A neutral site. Yeah, it's the start. It's still closer to. Gonzaga's ring are they number one? Yep. Yep. And UCLA is two. Oh, <laughs> this is really funny. Uh, what? So you should know this. Sorry, I told you basketball. I'm I'm getting more into it. Um, uh, this is hard. I'm gonna go with UCLA though. I feel like they're they're coming for that throne. Yeah, I mean, but I also wouldn't mind watching them lose since they wanted to beat Alabama like that. Well, it's a Final Four rematch. We'll see, and you know, there's a lot of guys on both teams that have, were in that game, so we'll see. Uh, moving on, UConn, 23 UConn, 21 Auburn. Uh, I have UConn. I think UConn is has more better athletes that it's going to be able to. I'm, I'm big on def- defense throughout these tournaments. Um, obviously, you have those breakout players during these tournaments, but normally defense really wins these early tournament games because everybody's offense is just not where it needs to be quite yet. 
Um, and that's part of why these tournaments are played, right? You got, you want to get that high level talent and high level competition to start the year so that you can get to the point where you need to be. But I'm big on defense in the beginning of these tournaments. I think UConn, I think Auburn's a very good team, very talented. Uh, but I think UConn has shown a lot and, you know, they're ranked for a reason. They can play some defense and they can get out and transition. They got some really young athletes, uh, both down low and, uh, in the front court. So, or I'm sorry, in the back court. So I got, I got UConn here. I got UConn in a close one, very close, really evenly matched. Yeah. I, re- I I'm with you on UConn. I mean, I'm a big fan of UConn this year. I mean, they're one of the teams that I think a lot of people are sleeping on. I, mean, I know yeah. they're at 23 right now, but come later in the year, I think they could be finishing a lot higher than that. Yeah. But my opinion on Auburn and they, <laughs> I'm just not a, fan of their roster right now not a big fan of the players on that team I mean I think UConn I, I think it'll probably be close but I don't think it'll be like too close it'll probably be like a Five, seven point game. yeah like a seven point win or something yeah but ultimately at the end of the day I think talent <coughs> on UConn they're too athletic they're, they're gonna outrun Auburn they're gonna tire yeah them out. yeah and I mean you look at some of the guys that UConn's got right you get God, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce. I also that. feel like over the years Auburn's like lost a lot of like talent. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, like if you go back to like one or two years ago, even the past like year, I mean Auburn's been a rather solid team. I mean, well, yeah, and that could been- change because I I just feel like the thing with the Auburn team this year, there's they're just like getting used to each other. They're not like mm-hmm. gelled yet. I mean, like teams like Alabama, I, I hate to bring them into it, but they are a team that are. are like is rather like had a lot of chemistry going into this year. The Auburn team is like very new. They're still knowing how to play with each other. Right. For that reasons, I'm picking UConn. Yeah. And and you look at, you look at UConn's roster too. Uh, One of the guys that's younger and why I think he's going to be so effective in this is Andre Jackson in the guard spot. That's who I was about to bring up. Six, seven. First of all, Andre Jackson from Amsterdam, New York, which is one of our crosstown rivals, uh, did play against Andre, great player. Um, but he, he's he's a 6'6 six, six guard, 6'5 six, guard, something like that, averaging 2.4 blocks a game at a guard position. That's disgusting. And yeah, a, it's a little crazy. In a guard-dominated Auburn offense, like, no. no is he, is he, is he, uh, is he uh, classified as a point or shooting guard? Uh, shooting guard, but he, he, he can handle the ball a little bit. Okay. Not, not crazy well, but enough. All right. I was just yeah. curious. All right, let's, let's... His, his athleticism is what makes him legit. All right. Let's see. Who do you – Baylor and Arizona Wait, State. They didn't pick. Oh, they didn't pick yet? No. Yeah, it's like, look at you. Just, just I, 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 skipping yeah. over people. You just need to – yeah. Coming right. from the yeah. – You're just skipping over people on fourth and goal. Go, come on. I'm going with Auburn. Yes, just kidding. Just kidding. You come? Yeah, UConn for sure. Auburn's not even playing good this year. Jackson? Yeah, I think I'm definitely rolling with UConn on this one too. Um, I, I Honestly, man, I think they're catching up to the women's program, and I think they're they're com- they're going to be coming off a, what I think is going to be a big win against Big Hold on, I can't, I can't agree with the part catching up with the women's program. UConn hey, men hey, have been good be, in the past be down, Don't be putting down the Binghamton Bearcats, my dude. Listen. Yeah, like they've been – they. I mean, the Huskies I think, have been good in the past years for men. 
I think they're going to be coming off a crazy good win against Bimington, and it's I, they're going to be Binghamton. hot. Binghamton, whatever. They're going to be coming into this game hot. I don't think Auburn's going to be ready for them. I don't know if it's a blowout, but I think they at least win by four. Yeah, okay. Uh, next game. First of all, Binghamton is where my dad went and several of my friends went who listened to this podcast, so I had to make sure you said that correctly. Uh, basketball team is terrible, but <laughs> yeah, not good. Anyway, Baylor, Arizona State. Very quickly, Arizona State's a decent Pac-12 team, but I have Baylor. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of Arizona State. This isn't one of the games I would, like, kind of lean towards the unranked team here. Baylor, too dominant. Not, like, too dominant, but compared to Arizona State, they're dominant. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. so Baylor by a large margin. Yeah, I mean – Oh, oh Jackson, Janine, go either for one, either are, are you – is this even a question, honestly? Yes. Sick them. Yeah. Baylor. I support Baylor in everything they do. Yep. They're I just good pick. overall. Yeah, I'm going Baylor, too. Let's be honest with ourselves here. Yeah, like, I mean, they've lost some, but they – not enough to make that game an upset. But who knows? Again, college basketball. Anyway – Memphis versus Virginia Tech. I think Virginia Tech's not half bad, but I think Memphis is really, really good. I got Memphis here. I'm not even going to, like, take time on this. One team has Ammoni Bates. And one <laughs> so, I'm picking the team with Ammoni Bates, and that would be Memphis. 901. Yeah. I'm rocking with Memphis for the exact same reason. I'm, it's, this kid's special. There's no other way to put it. This kid's special. Uh-huh. There goes that man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Memphis. Yeah, I think we're all pretty I'm much doing it for Dolph. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> RIP. 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 All right. Duke Gonzaga. Uh, second to Maui. I. <laughs> That's hard. I'm I, I'm Boys. going with the, uh, oh, no. Duke, Coach K Wait. is going to get this upset. Yeah, are we all going Duke? Duke. <laughs> are we uh, all going? Duke? You guys can pick first. You guys can pick first. Yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna let you. Let's go reverse order. Yeah, Janaya and Jackson first. Duke, give right. me those Blue Devils. They're all going right. to play the alcohol out their system. Coach K, last hurrah, taking down number one team after they whoop UCLA. Let's get it. Book it, Duke. Brandon, I want to hear what you have to say first. Well, so I'm, I'm torn on this game because I'm picking against Gonzaga twice in the same tournament. Wow. Which, which like, I'm not too keen on. I think Duke <laughs> has the talent to win this game by a lot. <laughs> And not, not, not like points wise, but like, I think they have the talent to, to win this game pretty handedly. But <laughs> considering that everybody's sitting here taking Duke and the aspect that I'm going against Gonzaga twice, I'm going to go ahead and take Gonzaga because they are the number one team for a reason. That is true. And I have Gonzaga. They're the number one team for the sole Brandon. reason of being beaten by Duke. Brandon, I'm with you. I'm oh, 
I mean, I yes, like you said, Duke does well have the talent, especially with Paolo. Especially if if they have Paolo, they have the talent. But at the end of the day, I think Gonzaga is a better like overall like team. I feel like they're. I don't want to say well better coach because they're going up against the goat coach. Yeah. So. Mark is a good coach though. But I still I still think they're more of like a team if that makes sense. Kind of like the Auburn Alabama argument. Yeah, I get you. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm picking Gonzaga. I don't want to spend too much more time on it. Yeah. Let's go okay. to the next game. The and next finally, game. we have Alabama Iona tournament rematch. I mean, I think we all know who we're picking. So let's just go ahead and get a score prediction to round out. The we didn't show. give a score prediction for Oakland. Yeah, I don't want to give a score prediction. To okay. Me. That's too off. That's too off. All right. All right. Uh, but Iona, Alabama, ESPN Classic, Orlando, Thanksgiving, 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central. So right. make sure make sure your family eats dinner early, like 3 o'clock. Make it happen. No. Make it happen. Wait, what do you mean no? Who doesn't eat dinner yeah. at 3 o'clock on Thanksgiving? That's true. That's a fair point. It's you a very eat, fair point. You eat all day. Uh, it's also yeah, it's also a fair argument. It's like there's so much football going on. Like you but just I'm start saying, snacking. I'm saying, make sure make sure you eat the main meal where like everybody's sitting at the dining room table prior to this game, so you could sit down and watch this game. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Okay. All right. I just I mean you could also just be stuffing your face with like turkey and everything else while you watch. Ooh, I'm gonna turkey. do that too. But what? Wait, hold on. Did I, I did not just hear that. Yes. Who eats turkey on Thanksgiving? Like 90% wait, of the country. Wait, wait, wait. Like 95 of the country. I don't put turkey on my plate. I get the ham instead. Oh, ham is better. no, no, no. Turkey is, turkey is 100% better than ham, and it's not. No, you're crazy. Turkey's well, I, so dry. No matter I don't how know if we can go that far. it up or anything, turkey is dry. That is kind of You probably don't even season your turkey. It probably tastes like regular turkey from the store. Yo, we got sea salt? Chill. Sea salt, yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got black pepper. Yeah, yeah just put salt and pepper and chill. call it a day. Chill. I oh, chill, 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 chill. No, I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't take turkey either. It's always cold. It's always cold. I, it's I, not I even that. It's just dry. Like, it's like it, and when it's cold, it's like eating a piece of paper. I and I'm okay, not going to put gravy on my turkey. That's so out, The best meal you eat on Thanksgiving is not the meal that you sit down for. It's <laughs> at 9 p.m. when you're still watching sports, you're exhausted, you're just looking for some food, and you got the leftover Hawaiian's rolls. No! Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with a little bit Hawaiian of turkey roll. on that Hawaiian roll. little gravy no. on that turkey, and you eat that sandwich, and oh, oh my Lord. Gosh. Little no, chips, little French onion dip. Are you about. kidding me? Ooh. You New Yorkers. You guys probably have rat tails Thanksgiving. Yo, hey, yo, chill. <laughs> we actually have little seats for them. Yeah. Oh, Stuart <laughs> Little? Yeah. Yeah, we got three of them. What do you no, think? No, no. Stuart's got kids now, Janelle. Stuart Little is not gang. He pulls up in his little red Corvette. <laughs> Corvette, Corvette. All right, let's get back to the Alabama Iona. Yeah, all right. Score <laughs> prediction so we can round out the show. I got 86. I'm going with... Whoa, whoa. 
I have 86 to 67 Alabama. I'm going 96-73 Alabama. I'm going – I'm going to – Alabama's going to win 104 – Oh, gosh. 104-89. You're You're really not So you just went and looked at the South Dakota State score and then just – Yeah, add one. Okay, fair enough. You're you're really not going to like my pick. What is it? Um, Like 65 to like something. No, I think Alabama takes their first loss of the season against Diana. Oh, no way. I don't – you know I don't want to pick against them, but – You did. It's on the spreadsheet. I mean, it's done. I mean, look, Alabama's not going to go undefeated, and if there's ever a team to show up and just catch them while they're kind of slipping a little bit and just show up hot, I think it's Iona. But I think if Iona wins, I think it comes down to a last-second shot. I think the final score is like 89 to 87. Fair enough. Against Alabama. I don't I don't know why you saved me for last. Now I'm the Debbie Downer. Yeah. Anyway, that is Bama baseline, folks. Sorry for the absolute decimation of <laughs> life and anything fun. I mean, we got, you know, we're over here in Munchkinland. Here comes the wicked witch of the West, Jackson. So um I don't need turkey. What can I say? Yeah. Weirdo. Anyway, <laughs> that's been the show. We appreciate you listening. We will talk to you probably in two weeks because we normally record on thursdays and next week is thanksgiving none of us will be here so we can do it on zoom we can do it like on wednesday or friday we might be be back we might be that'll be a zoom live from the couch baby let's get it a zoom live we're we're gonna live stream on youtube for the alabama island game no (laughs) on zoom no we we should do that all right. I will anyway. turn off the camera. I'll be like, yeah, goodbye. Anyway, that's been the show. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good day. WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa.